My name is Evan. My name is Taylor. I read a comic book this week. I watched a series. This is illiterate. Welcome. This week we're doing The Boys. Taylor, thank you so much for bringing this to me. I did not know anything about this. I've seen briefest of ads that I did not pay attention to on TV uh, and Amazon stream, all that kind of, you know, I've, mm -hmm. I've seen images, but uh, this washed over me, totally ignored it, had no concept of the comic book. I just wanted to start that off by saying thank you, because yeah. this is one I didn't know anything about. <laughs> and Evan enjoyed it, or he sort of enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I loved it, but it, it's a, we'll yeah. get in, you know, yeah. And listener, you may not know anything about it. But it's on Amazon Prime? Yes, the series yeah. is out on Amazon Prime now. I believe it had came out last Friday. Yeah, and so I read the comic book series, which is 72 issues, including some offshoot miniseries little moments. But it's like a full big story that happens in the comic book, and I read a significant amount of them and then skimmed through some of the other ones and got some bullet points and did a bunch of research as usual. We're going to go into why this isn't being made now, and either if you want to pick up the comics or watch the show, probably what you're going to get out of either of them. And what in the world, how, how, how does this fit into the literary scope of things? This is the most interesting idea in the superhero genre that I have come across in a long time. Um, and Evan knows his superheroes. This is really challenging yeah. stuff. This, um, God, it, I, so I watched a few episodes. I watched two and a half episodes and I'm going to keep watching even though I, I the tone <laughs> of this thing and when we'll get into this, every piece of this is conflicting. They have flipped the hero, the superhero tropes on their heads. Um, the, the, the villains are anti-villains. The, the heroes are anti-heroes. Yeah. Uh, the whole way it feels like it has a classic structure, but the whole time you feel like you want to screech. The, the breaks down and go backwards mm -hmm. you, that you're in the wrong because I'm I am totally and before we really get into it mm -hmm. I am like I am so in on what would be the villain's point of view mm -hmm. and so, I love yeah. it I love it but so yeah so this set, is yeah, this so is going to tear apart everything you think about uh, superheroes this goes a step further than Watchmen by far and brings it into into the into the moment right now that we're having culturally I can't this isn't this couldn't be any more fresh. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm pretty blown away. So the, the premise is we're set in a world where superheroes exist. The story in the comic series takes place between 2006 and 2008. Uh, this is not DC, Marvel, Batman, Superman, any of that stuff. It's all it's all made up, but they're all of the characters are allegories and reflections of you'll Superman, see, Batman. You'll see shades. You'll yeah. know you'll you'll get what you'll get you'll get what they're what they're pointing at. But in this world, it's all it's almost in the comic books, maybe they change it a bit for the show, but it's very much like a political thriller, conspiracy theory, the machinations of politics and corporations because these superheroes are corrupted by the celebrity status and the politics and the scandal and the conspiracy of what it would be to be a superhero and have no villains or this you know this is them uh taking that out, those ideas to the nth degree the these dis these heroes are i mean they're outright disgusting but i mean they're at this very at the same time they're real i mean we're really we're really talking about and i think this is such an interesting answer to the idea of the of like the idea of the the nolan batman films of like well we want to make batman real and we've gone, we've been doing that for about 10 years, and we're really starting to run that ditch drive, and we're not yeah. having any traction there anymore. And I've been wondering what is the next step? How are we, How is this going to end? Because these movies just keep coming out, 
and they keep raising the ticket prices <laughs> <laughs> and adding more benedict cumberbatch yeah, yeah uh so i've been waiting to see what this next step is going to be and it's graphic and sexual and dark and we talked about watchmen before so you might be thinking ah old news i know watchmen but this takes it to 110 in the sense that the characters have so much behind them as well and maybe this grows so well in developed. the series, but like you get how a superhero would become a monster and how you would need, mm -hmm. or or in a reflection of our times, corporations and How you can politics. abuse power, how you can be protected by power. It, they, they feed into all of it at every turn, any opportunity they can. I mean, mm -hmm. the themes are out front and center. I mean, and the superheroes are you know, struggling with their sexual deviancy or sexual orientation outright. or I mean, this tons is, of this stuff. This is outright. And that's being suppressed by the corporations that are sponsoring them, which then the government is worried because they might use you know, the corporations that sponsor the superheroes to take over the industrial military complex. So the whole premise of the show, then why it's called The Boys, and this is the even more interesting take on it, because you could just have that be the story, you know, and follow somebody right. there. But The Boys are a secret CIA task squad, in the comic books at least, that are charged with monitoring the superhero community and have been, and they've been sponsored over time since, you know, World War II or whatever with keeping this thing in check and killing them off if need be, and blackmailing them if need be, because the government is worried about the superheroes taking over, mm -hmm. and the superheroes are worried about the government being involved. But then there's also all this other collusion with, you know, extra organizations from other countries and wow. other superhero groups that come up, and it's a whole big mess. So if you love, like I said, political thriller, conspiracy stuff, also with a ton of violence and sexual content, and but to a well, point... Let me just give you a taste of what the sh what happens just right off right in the show. I'm when, when what and this is so funny because I don't I'm like the villain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we, you get introduced to what you are, I guess, is the villain, um, th and you get his development all in one scene, and you get exactly why he becomes whatever he's going to become in mm -hmm. one scene the app the the the, uh, the catalyst is just it just hits you like a ton of bricks and i mean like a ton of bricks it's him and his girlfriend just like walking down the street basically the guy's name is hugh yeah in the in the comic yeah and 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 his girlfriend just gets blown away by by a, a superhero that's that's chasing somebody just it gets uh exploded through the street mm -hmm. he runs through her and just in a, in a moment's instance he, she's just gone yeah like a Flash character, like a super speed superhero, just decimates and you, her. And, the, and their dialogue is so keyed in, and, and you, you start thinking about, like, oh, okay, we're going to follow these two. And you're like, oh, well, what's going to happen with them? I, I was really, like, interested in their conversation, even. <laughs> I was just, like, really drawn. And it, it slaps you in the face. Mm -hmm. And immediately I go, oh, no. He's 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 gonna try to take them down, and yeah. um, and and immediately I start seeing how the show is gonna start unfolding, and mm -hmm. and and seeing um, going back into I, I think what it seems like the comic book leans a little bit more into is the idea the politicism of it all, yeah, the, the spectacle of it all, the cover ups, all of those types of yeah, things. The, yeah. Seeing uh, the catalyst of it all as being this girl's uh, swift death, and then see how it gets mitigated and kind of hushed hushed and covered up. And they pay him off some sum and be like, whatever, this is the casualties of having superheroes. 
kind of reminds me of the Incredibles thing where they're like, Mr. Sweden exactly. didn't want to be saved. Yeah. So take the, exactly. Take the, take, so take the haha fun Pixar idea of like, oh man, well, thank God superheroes don't really exist because it could get really strange real quick. Well, yeah. Now we get to see it. And, su- and in this world, superheroes don't give a crap about anybody. They've got their own problems in the, there's a, quote. they're whole humans. They're, they're whole yeah. people. And there's a quote from the from the comic where because Hugh gets hired by the leader of the boys who's called the Butcher, and then there's these other characters that are also part of this CIA task squad. Um, and see, but- I love this because the, I, uh, you you know way more than than even I do, and <laughs> even you don't even know where it all like where yeah. it all goes. So yeah, um, this is I'm 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 into it. This yeah. is so much fun. The guy, the Butcher, that's like he's like well. He mm-hmm. comes to Hugh because he knows that this guy's got a vendetta and this guy's into conspiracy and everything's been hushed up in his life. And we learn later that the Butcher, obviously, all of these characters that are a part of the boys have had something happen to them in relation to superheroes that gives them a vendetta. Because in the comic, it's so grotesque and malicious and violent and over the top. Like, I can't even describe the imagery and the pictures. And so whatnot. we won't. Yeah. <laughs> Blood and gore and <laughs> sex and gruesomeness all over the place. Um, but this butcher character says, in regards to these superheroes, if you can dodge bullets or outrun tachyons or swim across the sun, you've better things to do than save the world for the hundredth effing time. <laughs> None of these superheroes are into that at all. And there's no supervillains. I don't know how this plays out in the TV series, but maybe it doesn't really matter. But there's a big part of the comic book is this thing called Compound V. Right. And there's whispers of this. I am not this. Uh, it's only been introduced. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it is. In, yeah. It is in the so series. This Compound V comes in because, and this won't spoil too much, I don't think. Part, this was with this big corporation that created, and you realize, oh, they created the superheroes. Like, everybody that has superpowers had gotten this thing, and the main Superman guy was all a setup cover-up, and it looked like an alien that crash-landed. It was a little kid, not even in a spaceship or whatever, but they had bred him as a child growing up in a lab and a factory and whatever to be this main superhero character. And you could imagine... That part, that's cool. Yeah, And I, I think they'll put it in the show, but you can imagine the level of crazy psychosis mm-hmm. that that would give to be like oh i was a lab experiment my whole life to be this thing and now i have like i'm a god with no parents that nobody well, trusts well and it's interesting uh, just a little side point there it, when you say there's no super uh, villains it's because well there's a company making money off of the idea of superheroes mm-hmm. so and, they would and, all get folded yeah. into that like yeah. if and, and i'm thinking if i'm talent if i if i technically if i had super powers there's mm-hmm. a company that's going to pay me and contract me and I'll be famous and be a celebrity. And if I, yeah, I'll go do that. Like it would, it is t- absolutely just a bought title mm-hmm. at that point. And so the, the superheroes, supervillains, this is, it's all a sham at this point. Yeah. And so then the question becomes, there's the group called the Seven, which has the classic like Superman, Wonder Woman-esque characters. And Hugh asked the butcher, he's like, they have superpowers. Like, how are we going to make an impression on mm-hmm. them? So the people that are a part of the boys in the comic book series also have this compound V or five or whatever it is in them. And so the butcher injects him, Hugh, in with it when he isn't paying attention or whatever. And he's like, what in the world are you doing? Like, I didn't ask to be a part of this. And he's like, yeah, that's why you've hung around us for a week, like gathering in. Like, no, you're in. You need to be able to do this so that like, this is how we get back at them as we fight them. Like this serum that I injected you with cost $13 billion. Don't ask how I got it. You know, like that kind of (laughs) thing. So then it gets, at least in the first five or six episodes of of the comic, 
you see his progression in joining this group. He accidentally, because he doesn't understand his powers, kills one of these lesser superheroes and has kind of a fallout from Good that. Where he's Lord. like, that's not what I intended. You know, you gave yeah. me this ability. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, we're just like, the, our job is to just control the situation. Now you've escalated yeah. it. Builds and builds and builds. There's a ton of nonsense. And I imagine the show has already been greenlit for a second season that they're going to make. Yeah. So they have a ton of material to go off of. With God. the 72 comic series. Yeah, and I wonder how closely they'll they'll stick. Um, mm-hmm. And I just wonder what else will develop uh, social politically mm-hmm. <laughs> in the yeah. real world yeah. between now Well, and then. going into that, I guess, and the reason you thought this was so cogent and important right now is there's a main character who just joined the Seven, which is like the raunchy, weird superhero squad, and her name is Annie Starlight. And like I said, she just joined, and they like ask her to, or basically force her to do sexual favors, and like that's how you get on the team, and that's very yeah, it's it's her and Huey are the two things right up front in the mm-hmm. pilot. Um, yeah, so yeah, so you have yeah, him, so that happens to him, and then this happens. To and him. so they're like, hey, if you wanted to be a part of the seven, like you've got to please us or what have you. Which I was, I you know, that's like page seven of the comic, and you're like, oh, this thing is gonna be crazy. Yeah, this is gonna be like real world like this stuff happens yeah and we're seeing it yeah come out in the media now where it's like oh yeah real power dynamic parts in movies and people wanted seats on the board and people make other people do this stuff and it would happen with superheroes well i I mean yeah absolutely you think that superheroes wouldn't have some sort of hazing and that some 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 of them wouldn't have some sort of maybe sex addiction or that there's problems i mean they're human beings and just because they can do extra extraordinary things doesn't mean they're extraordinarily you know empathetic and like know all know the answer to all their problems Mm -hmm. you know it's like they're the same as us but maybe they're a little stronger they can have an ability like they can turn invisible you know but like that doesn't fix that they you know they they, that their wife doesn't talk to them you know whatever it is it doesn't fix the problems yeah and i think like i said it it may draw allusions to watchmen or kick-ass or wanted or Things like that that had more of that gritty, absolutely realistic superhero. So quality. yeah, those I, and those are the first two that I instantly I think of. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just, I mean, Watchmen is the more, uh, you know, I would literary. Say the, yeah, exactly, is the more literary. But that, in in terms of how overt it is with its themes, it's almost cute in comparison as to just like how much this is on the nose, wanting to talk about something very real in every instance. Yeah, and I think part of it too at least from the comic book. Like I said, there's there's both pieces of media now based on this property. So if you're more into yeah, the Amazon yeah. thing, watch that. If you're more into the comic, give it a look. They've compiled them into these big omnibus editions, <laughs> so you can just read them all at once. That's what I did. But, That's um, the only way to do it. But yeah, so with the comic book, I felt like the graphic nature of it really was shocking and is just as shocking in, if you will put a link to the trailer in the show notes as well, but like the, 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 I can't even show that much really, but it's extremely graphic. But for me reading the comic book, you just sit on almost like a painting (laughs) or this visual image and you're like, I want to flip this page because I don't want to see these people forcing this woman on, you know, or, or there's a scene like you realize, oh, when the superheroes die, 
they use the compound V to like prop them up as, you know, like, oh, he survived, but then the person who's the superhero is actually just like a zombie and they just throw them in the basement in their headquarters and they're like running around in their own Whoa. poop and like basically crazy. And so that's what happens when Hugh kills this one superhero, that that superhero comes back. Oh, what? And he's like, oh, I see even more now what's going on in oh this world of superheroes. God. So like seeing that and what happens is Annie Starlight, the, the girl character, that is the other secondary focus is Hugh's story yeah. and her story. She is down in the basement or whatever. They make her do stuff. And she sees this other superhero and she's like, what in the... And then it's just a full panel page of this superhero just gnarled over like Gollum. Oh and you're like, gosh. oh God, this is crazy. Oh but because gosh. it's just a full page thing and you flip it and you're like, there was a certain tension and suspense I got when you just see her face like in a close-up and she's like, what the... And then you flip the page and it's the front you know, oh. cover of that episode oh, or that wow. book. So I think that might be more interesting for some readers or listeners. Like seeing the work of art to me made it more arresting. Or like you said, where they haze Hugh or not haze him, but but cover up when his girlfriend dies right. at the hands right, of right, a right. superhero oh, thing. That becomes so much of the, the, the pilot episode is the, the litigation mm -hmm. and the red tape and the, the, the gloves that, that he gets treated with and the company very much trying to protect their assets. Uh, yeah. Uh, they lean into that for most of the episode. Yeah. And, it, and it gets really disgusting real fast, just in, in terms of just like the contracts and, mm -hmm. and the things that they're trying to get out of him without telling. And he has this whole fantasy almost basically where the, he's sitting down with the lawyers trying to basically get him to, uh, to sign an NDA and pay him off basically. Yeah. And, and he sits down with the lawyer and the lawyer explains, wow, this is all pretty you know, basic stuff here. Boilerplate NDA. And then, and, and Huey has this, what we realize later is a fantasy where he like tells him actually, and he like picks apart everything the lawyer just said piece mm -hmm. by piece. And it's like, actually, you're manipulating me here, here, and here. Like, mm -hmm. and then it, he, he wakes up and the lawyer's still at the end of his sentence. Like, you, you with me, Huey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Jesus, no, no. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Because in the, in the comic, the way that they do it, I enjoyed this, some of the stylistic elements that they have. It's a pretty classic comic in the way that they do it. But just mm -hmm. when he is having that happen immediately, just shocked to the system, flipping the first couple pages and having his girlfriend destroyed by a superhero. You're like, oh, this is going to be a different yeah. superhero kind of story but then when they go through it's the text bubbles but it's just little shortened phrases from the lawyers and it's like a whole montage uh -huh. collage of him like going to work these people coming to talk to him and this and that and being in a room and signing stuff oh, and God, going to court yeah. and all this stuff oh, and the text cool. bubbles are just these like snippets of words until it gets to him being alone and you're like oh that's what it would be like uh. they would all be covered up and it would all and he has no idea what's going on it's a massive thing and these superheroes are insanely powerful corporate and icons in the show that most of the most of the episode is is him in search of trying to even just get face to face with the actual superhero who did it mm -hmm. um because they don't even want to give him that and he really wants an apology and it and it is fight tooth and nail over the most basic human decency things yeah for them to even admit that there's any kind of culpability here that there's that they're at fault in any way at all and it's so it's so legal the human elements of it are are totally taken out so that the system can work it i mean it's a beautiful yeah. portrait of just and that's like when you say there's no out. the villain is hard to make sense of it definitely is and from from knowing this author the system in place and that's why also when you look at these superheroes you might be listening to this and being like oh i don't like any of these characters and it's like yeah that's kind of the point oh, but also yeah. they're not entirely at fault for them just being jerks and crazy right. sex they, fiends and all that stuff. Round, even the characters that commit some of the most 
heinous atrocities have other parts to their whole human they, they really are whole characters and mm -hmm. that's the thing i found most shocking is that there are so many of them and they are all so well developed they are all have their own real stories going on mm -hmm. they um, had to they, they couldn't make their point any other way i think i think they had to absolutely have every one of these characters have a, a legitimate reason there is no fluff in this thing yeah. there is no filler anywhere in <laughs> any corner of this thing that I saw. I mean, everything has a point. Yeah. Like you said, like if you're going to play on the tropes of, oh, superheroes are just here to save you, and then you make them conflicted and confusing, there has to be depth right. in there. And that, right. that, and I, so that's a, and I keep hearing this um, every time these superhero movies come out about just like the kind of residual collateral damage that ends up gets, getting done. And so it was interesting to see that, like, oh, a villain being made out of one of those instances. It's just an accident. It happened because he had, the superhero had to go do this other thing. Mm -hmm. But he ended up killing somebody. And it's, in the comic, you never get a sense that the boys are villains because they work for the government. They work for the CIA. They're just this task force SWAT team kind of thing. So you don't ever get the feel that like, oh, we're the bad guys. We're the bad boys doing the wrong thing to save what people love, you mm -hmm. know, because you never hardly get the outside world of just like, oh, everybody's loving on the superheroes. Oh, they're doing all the right thing because you're only taking it from Hugh's perspective. It's like mm -hmm. they're all, all they're getting is files mm -hmm. and secret photos of horrible things that they've done and whatnot. When he, in the, in the, I think the first episode does end with him actually getting to meet the superhero that did, well, and he does another kind of fantasy flash thing where mm -hmm. he walks in and shakes his hand and everything covered in his girlfriend's blood. Yeah. Just like dripping just the way it was on the street. And then you think almost for a second, I, w I was present-mindedly going, oh my God, like, did he just do it again? Or what the, why well, he's yeah. covered in blood again? And then, it, and then it switches in the middle of like the handshake that he's totally clean. And I'm, oh, you know, I thought it was really getting into the psychosis of what it would be like to be on the other end of one of these crazy accidents and really to see that they don't care, nor, nor does the, the superhero care, the company doesn't care, They're real, you're just a problem that they need to get rid of as quietly and as fast as possible. Yeah, I will, I'll say it again for the 29 millionth time, but like if you do want to look into this, be prepared because... It's super graphic. This is super the... mature, like not for, like I said, even by page six, you're like, oh, there's an orgy of superheroes <laughs> and somebody's arms are ripped off and somebody's head is on the ground. Like this, I've, t I was telling Taylor when he came in today before we started recording that I, I do not like watching this show, <laughs> but it is great. Uh, I, and I honestly, I don't know if I will, how much I will continue watching or not. Like I, I. I, I am so, it is not fun to watch. Mm -hmm. It is difficult. It is very difficult to watch. But everything they're doing, I love. Yeah. So And to I, see it, a, different, a different take on it or a more unique way that does have to push the boundaries. Because like you said, we've gotten into the rut of like, oh yeah, Peter Parker does this, and he tries to do his best, and then he saves, you know, we we have 45 versions of that now. It's like, if we've gotten to a point in our society that we keep telling these stories for a certain reason, we see something in them, something that we aspire to, something then that reassures us, something that, we, that feels good, mm -hmm. but at what point 
do we need to grow and we need to is there start a expanding throughout yeah. exactly and at what point can can it become a complete delusion just a revolving cycle yeah. of an almost devolving cycle uh, yeah we talked a little bit about in the hamlet thing but the the two phrases that i like to use there's two types of stories so there's the prescriptive tale meaning like hey if you do this then this will happen and it's a good story and then mm-hmm. there's the cautionary tale which is like hey don't do this Absolutely. or this will happen Absolutely. and certainly what it sounds like what you're saying like where we've gotten a ton of prescriptive tales about how to be a hero <laughs> right. but we're not very keen on cautionary tales because they don't tend to work out well, as well. But, but you still learn just well, as much. Well, it's contradictory to the idea of a superhero. So mm-hmm. the idea that a super that a superhero could be corrupted mm-hmm. uh, is, I think, really powerful. The people that, that we trust to make the right decisions, the, the people that we depend on. Yeah. Um, whoever that may be in your life, in the power structures anywhere. I mean, yeah. the, these stories are, are telling us something about it, about what's going on in our in our real lives, but and you might I, have to I look wonder... away every so often, but it's worth at least thinking about it from this angle. Absolutely, yeah. So you were interested in how in the world this came to be. Yeah, please, yeah. So <laughs> yes, all of it because I'm yeah. so interested in. This is a comic book, but it came out a, a little while ago. It's still relatively recent, but it's not as fresh as the show I'm watching feels. So I want to, I kind of am interested in the whole deal there. Yeah. So this comic book series came out in 2006 and it went on until 2012. Right. And it's like super, it's it's super recent, but it's not, it's it's like all the themes and, and as, as brazen as it's tackled, Mm -hmm. I'm like, it it seems so of the right now. So of the moment. So what happened as far as the film stuff being made, the film was optioned in 2008, and Adam mm. McKay was on it, oh, who was the okay. guy who did Anchorman and Talladega Absolute Nights and, and stuff. And That's very strange. And, all, yeah. and then from 2010 to 2013, all that floundered, it went away, was difficult, because it's being a film, and if you can imagine this just being condensed to two hours, like right. I said, the source material is so broad and vast, and there's so many different angles and characters that you can take yeah. in the story. So then in 2015, it got greenlit by Cinemax, and this is when would. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg were on it, hmm. and they came up with kind of like the first script with somebody else and, and got the wheels turning on it again. And then in 2017, it went to Amazon, they picked it up, and then they filmed it in 2018 and came out this year. But that's gotcha. when Seth so and Evan got on it. The transition really to Amazon is probably, and that, that's when all of the Me Too stuff started right. to happen but as far as charged making it. it happen like like i said seth rogan who you wouldn't necessarily think of being the, the creative yeah. voice behind this yeah the voice of pumba now <laughs> um so the guy who wrote this garth ennis he has always been in comic books he came out with a comic book series called preacher which came out from 1995 to 2000 so this is before he did this um, and that became an AMC series right, in right. 2016 and is now going to be finishing up its fourth and final season in September. Wow. And that was optioned and made and whatever by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Oh, the same I people. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was kind of the test run of like this author, this thing. And Preacher Very was cool. about and is about in the TV series. Yeah, I'm aware of it, but I don't really know what it is exactly. Yeah, so it's about this Preacher who develops supernatural superpowers and is going after God to try and understand. It's it's very much like an anti-religious 
at least the comic book is, Mm -hmm. based on what the author has said. But in describing this work before it was made, Garth Ennis said, the boys would out-preacher preacher, preacher." (laughs) meaning it would be so graphic and so in-your-face gut punch, and it definitely delivered that. So that's how kind of you could see where, okay, there's a little bit of a test of this kind of material while the boys is floundering in TV development confusion and chaos. This other one that this guy had done got made. But this, this guy, Garth Ennis, is known, looking up a little bit about him, for his lack of interest in superhero characters. Mm-hmm. So he wrote for Punisher, and he wrote for Nick Fury, oh, wow. which are these characters who are more like renegade mercenary yeah. people. Because he said he grew up reading British war comics, um, so he's from across the pond. And he so he didn't read these superhero things, and he thinks Captain America is a total travesty and making fun <laughs> of the war and all that kind of stuff. Um, so he, this was like his big thing. Although Preacher is more known and is more famous in the comic book scene, right? As far as something that he's done, but I think this show might have more traction because it's directly related to superheroes, yeah. Which mm, the public nowadays is more familiar with. Like I said, he had he had had these other characters that are not superheroes, and I looked up something else that he had done, which is kind of similar to this, and was maybe a bit of a test run. Mm-hmm. Again, so 1996 to 2001, he had a 60 issue series. He loves doing these almost like chunk series, because Preacher was 75 issues, this The Boys is 72 issues. So this one that he came up with bef- even before or at, around the same time as Preacher was called Hitman. And it's not the hitman from the video games, if anybody knows that. It's a completely separate person. But he was like a Gulf War veteran who then became a contract killer and got like telepathy and smaller superpowers. And then is a mercenary hitman doing jobs and contracts against superpowered characters that people don't want to be in. Normal hitmen can't be involved with. Right. What's interesting about this is he's from Gotham City. And so this was made by DC and is set in the DC universe. So Superman, Batman, the Joker, Green Lantern, Catwoman, they all appear in this 60 episode thing. But it's obviously five steps back from what he actually wanted to get across as like, I don't like superheroes. This whole thing's messed up. But that's kind oh, of, that's it's almost like a, a preview, prequel yeah. kind of test if you didn't want a when ton of the When did he graphic. do that? 1996 to 2001. That's cool. So also, just historically, this uh, The Boys is very much in relation to 9-11 and government conspiracy, uh, even though it came out in 2006. Okay. So the plane crash that happens in the television series, uh, I believe, is a bit smaller in nature, or they they, they yeah. mess with it a little bit differently. But the one that happens in the comic is a huge part of what's going on in how people are feeling around 2006 and distrust and of, distrust of the and corporations and who's yeah. involved in all that stuff. So the, the, I might butcher a little bit of the details sure. as far as the comic book, but basically the the plane that would be going towards the Twin Towers. Either somebody knew about or they didn't know about it, but the superheroes were tasked with stopping it. And Mm. that was supposed to look like a good PR stunt or whatever. Like, people knew about what was going on, but then the superheroes royally mess it up. It's the most tragic graphic thing I've ever seen in the comic book. Because you can, like, sense the panic, this team of superheroes that come up and they're like, we don't know what to do. And people are like, save us. And they're like, oh, the oxygen masks. And, like, people are flying out of the windows. And it's just like awful and then the main guy homelander who's the superman he's like we gotta go like we can't be here we can't be seen at this because we can't be seen destroying the plane you know and he's like oh i'm gonna shift it down and then he just like completely rips the tail off and everybody starts chucking out and all these soup and there's one superhero who can't fly 
And he's like holding on and he's like, no. And he just like shoves him off. And then that guy tumbles down. Oh my God. It's, it's completely insane. But what happens is the plane, they do divert it, but it destroys the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh. And then that's the conspiracy is like, well, why would they want to destroy the Brooklyn Bridge huh. versus like where it was headed? Right, you know, right, right. That kind of right. thing, whatever. But that becomes a huge conspiracy and part of the comic book series that I don't know if they're necessarily going to do, but in the time and place of... Yeah, I don't know if they're going to go... I think that that idea, the conspiracy and... and, and Government bridge, shake down, I think all that, that all went George out Bush, window. all that stuff. The way stuff, the plane yeah. accident happens, uh, it happens kind of out of nowhere. There's only one superhero. It's the main guy. Forget his name. You said it earlier. Homelander. Yes. Um, he. Uh, there's a scene earlier with the woman who runs the company... Uh, that owns all of the superheroes and this guy's meeting with her and he he's basically blackmailing her into getting a lower price for a hero for his city he's like a mayor of, of i forget exactly where he's from mm-hmm. um but he's trying to blackmail her because he's aware of agent v is it v or five i, I don't five. know i read it yeah, so yeah, I never agent heard it five <laughs> yeah um but he's aware v. of it and yeah. and so he's trying to use his knowledge as a, and, 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 they, and they play it very coy and on the top and then you went like well we'll have to agree to disagree or whatever and they part ways and you think nothing of it and then cut back to him in his private plane with you know with his son plane or whatever and then out outside of the windows you just see light eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> and the sun is like what is that it's dark and misty and you just see like some glowing eyes out in the distance you're like what yeah. in the world and then you cut out and you realize oh this isn't gonna be good and so he, he just lasers the plane in half basically and it ends just pretty much like that it doesn't get it doesn't go crazy graphic with like that yeah. and, and it definitely yeah the plane just goes the plane just falls and you stay with him and then it, and it cuts back into mm-hmm. But they might have some place. bigger thing in this. Like I said, the show's going to be on maybe, for a while. Yeah. They have a whole second season. They might throw in like the superheroes trying to help somebody. But that was wild to me. I felt pain that <laughs> and tension crazy. and being like, oh, this is what happened if the government like called off the emergency workers and all that stuff because they were like, no, 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 the superheroes got it. But the superheroes have no training in any of this stuff. They're uh, just like actors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like super powered actors who are designed to be famous and follow the rules and then when you have them fly up to the plane they have no idea what's going on they're making it way worse but it's interesting because you'll just see like in the first couple episodes they'll it'll be like you know an opening shot of new york in the comic book and you'll just see the brooklyn brit like i noticed it and i was like "Ooh, hmm. something's going on there so he because garth had said he was like i i wanted this to be a 60 episode we series just trust them because we've been told to <laughs> i just need to say that yeah <laughs> But he wanted it. He said, I want it to be a 60 episode series. It ended up being 72 because some other miniseries stuff. But he envisioned it from the beginning as this whole big thing. Uh. So it has a huge sense of cohesion as a giant property. I mean, um, it feels like it, man. Every, every, it doesn't feel like TV. It feels like a long movie. Like it really mm-hmm. could just keep, like, I've, I look at it like it could just keep running episode into episode. It's so cinematic and so well done. And there's nothing about it that feels like TV. It certainly doesn't have any, like, uh, run-of-the-mill basic tv structure yeah certainly um, yeah this thing was actually just as a, a maybe a final little note to the to the comic book and how it came to be was not going to be finished after six episodes hmm. so it was through a company called Wildstorm, which was a subsidiary of dc comics and like i said he had worked on uh, he's it, he was working on a bunch of other stuff but he had worked on this hitman series and then he was sort of working on preacher as well but that was through a different thing but they had done the six episodes, the six, I keep calling them episodes. I'm sorry if everybody's cringing as I say episodes for comic books. <laughs> Issues. He had there six. <laughs> <laughs> you can quit clenching your teeth. 
uh, he had six issues of these things out, and then uh, Wildstorm dropped them. They were like, we can't make this because <laughs> of such yeah. disdain. Like, their whole property and image is superheroes. And he's making this thing that's like, no, 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 we're going to kill all the super. Like, this is a mess. So they. Uh, we do superheroes, we do them well. Yeah. And then the guy like, on the board is like, but they could be really nasty. <laughs> Not, we do them well. We do them well, Mark. And this guy could be but like, they Superman. could be really gross. What if he had a sex addiction? It's like, what? Jesus. We'll give you six issues and then you're done. So it so it stopped. And then there was a huge fan response on the message boards and everything. They're like, no, no, no. This is going to be tight. This is what we want. <laughs> so then it got picked up by Dynamite Comics, which Whoa. is some small random thing. And that's who did the rest of the- That's awesome. The 72. Yeah. And he was like, it was so great in hindsight because they gave me so much more creative freedom. If, oh, yeah. if I had stayed with DC, they wouldn't have let me do 99% of everything uh, that I had uh, come up with. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and so- look. Yeah, and now look at it. It's a it's a TV show. It's huge that Evan could watch. So there was <laughs> there was one little thing as I was reading this. The first the first panel, I was like, "Yo, this main character looks like Simon Pegg." Oh, no joke. I'm gonna show no. you a picture, and listeners, I'll put a I'll put a link to the picture. But this is the artist. Rend- this is what the character looks like in the comic book. It's just like an exact drawing of, of Simon Pegg. No way. As a character, yes. And so uh, the artist. Because you know how they collaborate. The artist had said, yeah, well, it was a couple different artists over the course of the thing. But the guy who had started it was like, yeah, I was extremely inspired because the main character is British or Butcher is British. And they're, so that's how they relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Huey comes from there. And so he is like, uh, I wanted somebody who looked like, you know, rough and ready, but also a little bit naive and like a little <laughs> bit, you know, that you could have some empathy for. Yeah, yeah. Like not a completely stuck up rigid tough guy right but he still has to have some human elements to him and he was like i saw simon Pegg, and like <laughs> so they basically drew him simon Pegg writes in one of the i don't remember where i saw it but he puts like the forward to one of the issues of the of the, oh, cool. of the comics or whatever and then people were like oh when the show is coming out i wonder and simon Pegg was like no 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 like the main character is 20 like i can't be yeah the main character yeah. but in the show, Simon Pegg is Huey's dad. Yeah. He did get in the show. And all the fans are like, Bah! It's pretty that's that does make that even a little bit more special. He's good as the dad too, because he's not he's not a typical Simon Pegg uh character by any stretch. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Yeah. I've I've enjoyed that character actually just on its own. And he isn't he's, he's just not, he's so small. He's yeah. he's just he's a, he's just like a, a a, a small, weak man trying to, like, shelter his son, mm-hmm. except his son is like, no, you can't shelter a- a- your way out of life. Yeah. Uh, people will take advantage of you, and you need to get down to the bottom of what's going on, and you need to get to the heart of the truth, because without that, we don't have a real relationship. Mm-hmm. It's really great. I, I've only watched two episodes. Yeah. Um, and Seth, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, I mean, I'm sure they poured over the comic book and they have so many little moments and, and little things like that, that are fan service yeah. that you wouldn't even necessarily know about. I'll put a link. There's a Reddit for the boys and people <laughs> are always posting now that the show's out, like yeah. little moments or little things in the background or little whatever, like as the Homelander, I found one specific where he's standing there. There's some graffiti in uh, Arabic behind him in one of the scenes mm-hmm. and it translates to Homelander is racist. Wow. As graffiti. But that even in and of itself. So there's a TV show called Homeland yeah. that came out. Yeah. And there was a scandal because they had a, an artist like set design part of the set. Yeah. 
and they wrote in Arabic, Homeland is racist, as like a FU to the show. Oh, no. So, yeah. Oh. So I'll post links to both those articles. But, th- but I didn't know that. Even, even in within layers upon layers of like reference Homeland, to the audience, yeah. to <laughs> other pieces of media. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's super cool. I just thought that was incredible. I didn't know that about Homeland. Yeah. That's wild. (laughs) That's so wild. Um, My last little thing that I will say, which I'll also post a link to as always, but this guy, Garth, he had written, like I said, he had written for The Punisher and Nick Fury. He had one standalone special issue that he did of The Punisher called Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe. And Punisher goes on a rampage. It's an alternate timeline history thing where Punisher's family are killed by superheroes. And so he goes on a rampage and kills every superhero and supervillain <laughs> in the Marvel Universe. The cover art for the issue is just all the bodies of every superhero Jeez. in the Marvel Universe and the Punisher standing on top of it. So that was kind of a weird thing. He's just like really on this kick. Yeah. Just like taking the idea further. Yeah. Making it. Making it his own want thing. want him to be real? Well, yeah. we need to confront some stuff that we all need to confront. Yeah. <laughs> and that's honestly... The beautiful thing about it is it gives you a chance to think about, like I said, as the prescriptive versus the cautionary. Like, what would this look like? There's good and bad to everybody. If we just idolize and demonize, and why we do we nowhere. trust? How easily are we trusted? And how are we bought into it? Yeah, we just trust them because why? Who? We like celebrities because what? Mm-hmm. We think they're who? Yeah, we don't know them. But also not to throw them completely under the bus either, and be we like, we don't, don't know, know their them. history. Yeah, just don't know them. Yeah. And, and because I think we, we forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we forget that we don't actually know these pe- these people. Politicians. Politicians. Celebrities. Uh, celebrities. Anyone in a position of power that you're not actually dealing with face-to-face and working professional, even in a, um, yeah. an intimate, you know, any kind of relationship. I mean. And that's why we need the boys to remind us. God, I love the title. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's exactly the opposite. It's not about the boys. That's why I was turned off by it. We talked about exactly this a me bit too. Off yeah. Mike, it's like, oh, you hear about a show called The Boys about superheroes. Like anti superheroes. I, I was like, oh yeah, oh another yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. Generic I, show. I saw yeah. like a couple ads. I saw a couple of images. The boys didn't even register. Didn't you? I went, oh, nope. Those things don't add to anything that I'm interested in right now. Like, there's just not. I was like, well, certainly not challenging content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> certainly a superhero show called The Boys about a group of superheroes called The Boys. Well, don't I'm want. I'm sure that. they're yeah. gonna have a lot of fun. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. basically all I was thinking. You know, I'm like, I'm sure it's gonna be a hoot. A hoot. Uh, but no, it was. Uh, it's excruciating, and I don't want to watch it. <laughs> well, you don't have to because we're done with it for. The but time. I will. Uh, yeah. But thank you so much, though. Yeah. This has been a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the announcements. IndieBound. If you're interested, uh, check out our IndieBound link. It's in our show notes. Uh, you have to click on the link in the show notes to get the deal, but uh, help out some uh, local bookstores and help out the show as well. Mm-hmm. Or Book of the Month. Uh, this this month's code is FLEX, F-L-E-X. This will save you $5 on this month's code. Instead of $15, you get $10, and it helps out the show as well. And you can get a young adult book to your door and then leave some stars for us we got no stars y'all well we got a few but we need more we have a few but we can always use more and we know we know y'all have some stars to give so why don't y'all hop on it doggone it and leave us some stars and it will help other people find us (laughs) it'll help us out a lot but anyway love you guys thank you for listening this has been great thank you taylor thank you we'll catch you guys next week all right bye